Hola, bienvenidos to the Mexico Open 2022 DraftKings show. I'm your host, DB. I have Pat Perry with me. I'm drinking a tequila, which I drink every week anyway, but cheers for the Mexico Open, buddy. You drinking some beer tonight? I didn't yeah, ask I you that on last show. Yeah, I have a beer. Um, what you drinking? You know what I haven't had in a while that I'm drinking? What? Fat tire. Yeah, yeah, fat tire's all right. It's a pretty decent beer. Pretty decent beer. Um, presented by our friends at Fantasy National. If you head over to fantasynational.com slash TJ, you get 20% off any level membership there. Weekly, monthly, annual memberships, they all they all are great, and you can upgrade them at any point. You know, if you get the weekly, you want the monthly, you get the monthly, you want the yearly, you can do that and still get the 20% off. It's where all of our stats, all of our data comes from. That's where we do lineup builders, and we optimize some stuff. And, you know, maybe we run a model, and we look at a model, and we play a model, and we bet a model, and we, we win money on a model. All that comes from FantasyNational.com. Check it out. Whereas my friends in Pennsylvania that I just visited would say, check it out. Um, I'm excited about this week, Pat. Even though it's a totally crapshoot field, that presents opportunity, my man. And we're going to get into that for DraftKings. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on the betting show. But we do have some new content coming out this week. we got new writers. we got a handful of new writers coming out. New content on TourJunkies.com's blog section. And everything there is free. In fact, we just dropped three brand new articles last week for that are like game theory strategy articles so i think there's one on cash play there's one on getting started in dfs there's one about ownership and chalk that i think our boy ac wrote check those out those are free you know if you're just getting into this and you want to learn a little bit check that out also you know here's something we haven't talked about in forever pat i don't even know if we remember that we have this on our website you know we have a page on our website that that has all the jargon stuff on it all the lingo you know yeah it's just got... That's actually a very informative section of the website. Yeah, I mean, every now and then, I'm sure you probably look at it to remind yourself what we're doing I here. do, because I'm wondering what the hell I'm talking about sometimes. Yeah, so if you're, like, listening to this and you're lost on some of the terminology when we say GPP or whatever, you know, go look that up. It's on our page, Junkie Jargon. It's all free. You can check it out. Um, but we got some new content coming this week. First Round Leader article coming, I think, by our boy Tyler. We've got uh, uh, Joe writing um, about kind of like analyzing a little bit of the chalk and the ownership stuff and where all that goes, breaking down the tournament that ends the week before. He's going to be looking at that, maybe even giving us a little pivot point revival. I just I didn't announce that in the betting show, but some of you have been around long enough to remember the pivot point, and I'm not saying it's for sure coming back, but it might be coming back, and our boy Joe B may be bringing it back this week. Maybe, maybe not. Pivot Point was good. Pivot Point was a good article. Good stuff. It's two chalky plays and a, and a couple pivot plays. So there you go. That's that. We've got some other content coming out as well. I'm excited about uh, our boy. Uh, uh, well, I don't know if that one's coming out this week. We'll hold. But anyway, check out the Tour Junkies blog this week. There's plenty coming. And, and you know, we talked about uh, Marcus. Crazy Marcus hit himself another, you know, another LPGA Tour winner. Uh, hit hit a lady at forty to one last week. He didn't hit her, but he hit her. He hit the bet. Yeah, I don't know if you should say it like that. Well, I said hit a lady at forty to one. You know, there we go. It worked. Um, we also talked about my my on the on the betting show my trip to Pennsylvania to go check out the Mountain Valley Course, the host of the Tour Junkies first ever live event in September. You're gonna want to check that out. We got a bunch of new content that we collected from there that we're gonna be pumping out of here in the next few weeks, and um, you know. If you have any questions about it, 
DM us, email us, get in the get in the Nut Hut server, ask us about it. We'll be happy to share it with you. But uh, it's just going to be lit. That's all I got to say. And there's still six spots left on my team if you want to be Team DB. Uh, I believe five spots left on Pat's team if you want to be a loser. That's all there. Mm-hmm. And um, your ticket okay. includes all your golf, two meals on Friday, two meals on Saturday, all your beer, all your wine, all your Tour Junkie signature cocktails, and a hell of a lot of fun and two parties. And you can stay for free if you camp out on the driving range or you bring an RV. You can sleep right there. They're not charging you, and you can camp out on the driving range. But there's also hotel rooms blocked off just a few miles away from the golf course. We've got those at a discounted rate as well. Uh, and I stayed there this weekend. It's a beautiful place. So get there, all right? That's what I'm saying. September 23rd and 24th in, uh, in Pottsville, Pennsylvania. It's a lovely spot. I did, my, I did my Pennsylvania accent on the last show, and I don't want to do it again. But I, I might, I might. I feel like you may have like sort of. I peaked right there. I, I you just, peaked I really can't do like it better than I you did. You did it really good, and you yeah. shouldn't like just go back and listen if you didn't. But I may throw in a few words here and there. You know, I may, I may throw out a little. You know, I may throw out something Pennsylvania. Can you promise me one thing though? Maybe not. I'm not going to promise you anything. No. Okay. Well, can I add, can I have a request? Yes. Can maybe we just like you do the Pennsylvania, the Pottsville, Pennsylvania accent for just this show or this evening, and then you kind of just let it go before like, <laughs> and then when we get back, maybe when we get back to Pennsylvania for the event, you can bring it up every once in a while. Absolutely or like, not. You, no, I'm not gonna let it go. It's a fun. It's a fun accent to have. I do. And it's not Aussie, Marcus. I was. It was very much. Producer Sam said it was very good, and he was born there, so shut it. All right, here we go, Pat. Let's get into this. It's DraftKings. It's the Mexico Open. It's a brand-new golf course, a brand-new event. It's a garbage field. What do we do? Where do we go? You know, what, are we even wearing any pants right now? We could be. We could be not. You don't know. All you see is shirts. I don't know, but it's a weird week, you know, but it's an opportunity kind of week, one of those weeks. Um. John Rahm is only in this field, only eleven thousand three hundred dollars. Pat, I'm sorry, but even though John Rahm has been underwhelming this season, eleven thousand three hundred dollars is criminally low. Here, this is criminally low in this field, with Daniel Berger dropping out. Uh, now, obviously, the pricing was set before Berger withdrew, um, but even still. Like, this should have been, remember when we started doing the podcast in, like, 2015 when guys were over 12,000, plenty? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. This should have been a no-brainer 12,500 week for John Rom. This should have been, I mean, don't you think? I don't know if I would put it that high, but I, I think that, yeah, it should have been probably closer to 12. Oh, are we boring you, Pat? Do, do you, would you like to change the, the course of the discussion we're having? No, sometimes I yawn, you know, it just happens. Okay. I um, mean, you can't control a yawn. You can. You can and you whoever can said yawn. that yawning means you're bored? You can eat a yawn. You can swallow a yawn. Nobody ever said that, like, I don't know why yawning actually is, is like, signifies boredom. I don't, I don't really understand. I've always wondered why if you yawn, that means you're bored. Or not paying attention or whatever. I don't know. 
I mean, tell. I, I just want to know. I don't know. No, no, no. We're not going to get into that right now. We're not going to get into that right now. Either way, I, I don't mind playing John Rahm at 11 Okay, hold on. I can tell hold you on, that. Hold on. This is how every DFS lineup build has to start. It's the same way. The, I mean, the, I think the betting conversation is much easier, which we had on the betting show. It's a full fade. Um, is do you roster John Rahm or not at 11-3? Now, obviously, the price, I think, is way too low. But, Pat, Okay, tell me, are you thinking about ownership here whatsoever? Because to me, at 40%, for sure 40, and I, got, I, I guess I need to evaluate it if it's like, you know, higher than 25, lower than 40. If it's in there, then I, I need to keep thinking. But I'm thinking that for sure, if he's like 40%, I'm out. If he's 35%, I, I go ahead and think I'm out. If he's 30%, I'm starting to wonder if he's anything less than 25 i'll be i'll be shocked and i'll have him at like 60 percent. but i i think if he's anything above that 30 number at 30 or higher i think i'm gonna avoid him based on how he's played this year based on a brand new golf tournament that nobody knows about all the field you know all the variants in this thing the birdie fest i think i'm gonna avoid him if he's there i mean do you think he's one of the best golfers in this field he is the best golfer in the field. What okay, so what, like, in a field like this, what should the best golfer do? The best golfer should, I mean, top five. I mean, like, so. More times than not, because it is still golf. Gonna, like, like, I just feel like if, you, if you're going to play John Rahm because you like the price at 11-3, and you, you, can, you can certainly fill out a good lineup with that. Okay, but I don't think actually, you over. I guess my th- my thing that I'm saying is you can't overthink this week. I, I really think that if like it's a new it's a new tournament on a 30, new course, at thirty to thirty five percent though, then like, just play a hundred percent of finished, them. And if if you're he does, out, then you're out. If you're out, then you're out. If he doesn't do well, then whatever. If Who he cares? does what he's been doing, he finishes twenty fifth or whatever. And, and John Rom should not finish twenty fifth in this. He should field. not. You're right, but he also should have played a lot better than he has so far this year. And he, you're right, he should not have. And I and I actually disagree with you on the on making the lineup, even though I feel like he's a great value for sure. I hate the six K range here. I absolutely hate it. It show, we talked about on the betting show. You get into those longer odds, and it is really ugly. I mean, it shows you how ugly this field is. I have a couple of names I'm going to mention in the 6K for the sake of it, but the 6K range is hideous. Now, I do like a couple names in the low sevens, but if you, if you roster ROM, you're really putting some warts in your lineup, like that, that you're going to have to dodge like three guys that are highly likely to trunk slam. And then, you're, and then it doesn't matter if you have John Rom in your lineup. Okay, I'm just. I mean, I, I probably am gonna play John. Actually, Let me ask I'm you a question. Let me ask you a question. Here's another question for you. you. You, you're obviously loving my questions tonight. Now, I don't like that you're asking me this many questions when you know that I didn't even really do that much research <laughs> with this fucking tournament. All right, let me ask you a question. All right, you like Tony Finau, and I kind of like Tony Finau too. Okay, but Pat. Let's say Wednesday night is here, and John Rahm is projected around 30 to 33%. And Tony Finau, because so many people are playing John Rahm, and then people are, di- are diving down into the 9K range. They're saying, forget everybody in the 10s, except for John Rahm. Tony Finau is projected at like 
13. What are you going to do at that point? I mean, I probably would still sit there and be like, let's just take everything out of the equation. Take all the ownership and blah, blah, blah. And who do I think is the better golfer that I want to play? It's John Rahm. So I'll just play all the John Rahm. And if I get screwed, I get screwed. Okay. All right, no further questions, Your Honor. I, I, I will be considering Rahm and Finau. I'm not going to play them both, probably. I'm probably either going to have one or the other in my player pool. I, do kind of, I have kind of come around on Finau since the afternoon. You talked about him in the betting show. Um, I, I'm kind of there on him. But obviously, there's a lot of there, there's some other names in this range that you know that I also kind of like. Um, I like Aaron Wise at 9,500. I, I like this little tr- this little quartet from 9,800 to 95. Munoz, Tringali, Kirk, and Wise. Those are some names that I like. And I don't know, like that will probably be somewhat ownership dependent. I think I like Tringali and Munoz the most. Um, but we'll see how it goes. I just think a lot of decisions are going to be made at that ROM, at the ROM female part. I think, I don't know, are people going to play Abe Answer? Nobody's going to play Abe Answer at 10-3, right? Like the, the, the Mexican with all the pressure in the world who's not really even played that well already this year. I mean, do you think people are going to play Abe Answer? Well, I think people will play him. I actually think he'll have some ownership, but I'm not. No. I'm not, I'm not going to and I think um, where I feel like you could get some forgotten people up here in this 9K and over range, one is going to be probably Patrick Reed. Yeah, I mean, everybody below Finau in the 10K is going to be yeah. forgotten. Gary Woodland is another one. I think Woodland could be, could be popular. But I think Woodland, because of the way he's played recently, could be popular. But Patrick Reed could be an interesting kind of pivot Oof. play. Yeah, if oh, you want some sure. scary, but here's what I think for sure going to be a pivot. This is a week, literally. You know, if if you don't like, so like, are you a haunted house person? Do you like haunted houses? <laughs> this reminds me of the magician conversation. Um, I don't. I, I like scary. I like scary movies. I even like yeah. some of the dumb chop chop movies, but I don't like haunted houses. Because I don't trust the the you know the recovering meth addict with a chainsaw that's only supposed to go so far and not you know come close to me yeah. or the people that I'm with. I mean, I was down with the haunted house back in the day, you know, when you know when you had a little shoddy in the ninth grade or something, tenth grade, eleventh grade, you know, and you wanted to go scare her so she you know grab you or something. I I remember doing that. I, I was a fan, yeah. Of, but I'm not a fan at 38 years old. Do you like haunted houses? I don't. Haunted houses scare the hell out of me. Like, <laughs> dude, that should be on the betting wheel. That should be on the betting wheel even, that you have to go to a haunted house. Even, even the Sam, ones... write that down. Producer Sam, write that down. That is an amazing... <laughs> Can you imagine the video of that? Oh, my yeah. God. How I triggered do you get in a haunted house? I, I don't even want to go through a haunted house. I know that there's a bunch of fake stuff around me. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing so hard on the inside right now thinking but about I, I, I just don't want to go to a haunted house but i feel like this week the whole mexico open is just one gigantic haunted house <laughs> and like and so like 
It's I got it. It's like a maze. It's, it's a fun but it's house. one of those. It's one of those mazes. So I got to like pick the right, the pick the direction I want to go in, and I'm gonna pick the things that are gonna haunt me the most, and I'm just gonna do it because I don't care. <laughs> so, like, there's there's players that you're gonna have to pick this week. That it's like the haunted house where you're like, okay, well, I know. Oh yeah, we're gonna get to those. That I we I know I'm gonna I'm gonna have to choose the ghost that I don't want to choose, or I'm going to have to choose the room with the, the jail bars. Yeah. And they're all reaching oh, out. Yeah. Toward, they're all reaching out towards me. And, and, and one of those dumbasses is going to actually <laughs> touch me when they're not supposed to. <laughs> and what do you, what do you do in that scenario? I, I, I bet you I'm, have I'm, lost your shit. I'm, I'm kind of like, it, it depends on the state I'm in, but it's going to be either fight or flight. And if, if somebody <laughs> touches me in a haunted house, I swear to God, I might break a rule and do something I'm not supposed to, like punch their ass or something. Like, like there's some dangerous stuff that could happen in a haunted house. We've never I don't talked even about know. a haunted house, and I'm shocked that we've never talked about a haunted house because your 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 family and your neighborhood does Halloween like big time, big time. I mean, if you've yeah. never seen a big gaggle of old white folks really, really, you know, hit a home run for Halloween then head to the landings in Savannah on October 31st. And you're in that stuff. And how we've never had the conversation. And it's my wife's favorite. Like, dude, that ho- is. Uh, it's not this a holiday. It's not a holiday. It's a, it's a. What is it? Whatever. I don't know. You can't say Halloween's a holiday because it's not. Anyway, I can't believe we've never had that conversation before. But I, I have to see you go through a haunted house. I will. Yeah, I will. I will rig. I will rig a bit. To make sure that happens, and we will have a camera. Uh, by the way, I did pay off my one of my. I did pay off my master's bet in Pennsylvania. I did my uh, two holes uh, speed golf challenge in Pennsylvania. Got it on video. We'll we'll edit it and post it. God, um, that's so good. You're right though. That it is a. It feels like you're just, you know, you're you're risking it. It's a risky biscuit kind of week for sure. Yeah. So I don't even know where I was, but. You know, you mentioned Munoz. I'm a fan of his this week. I like him. Um, I like Cameron Champ a lot. I, I think this is just you know, he, him finishing top ten at the Masters really shocked me. I, I just and he does this like he comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He's playing terrible, and then he has a good finish, and then he wins. And yeah. so I feel like Cam Champ here at 9400. You know, he's one. Of, he's the longest player in the field as far as driving distance, which is going to be huge this week. This is a long course. There's a lot of long par fours. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of long par fives. Yeah. I mean, so you got to be able to hit it a long way. The fairways are wide open. I haven't really looked at the weather yet, but, you know, you look at a guy like Cameron Champ, um, I-, I think this is a-, a great course fit for him. So I like him there at 9,400. So there you go. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, this is how this is how scary this field is. I think the cash play here. If you're going to play cash, which this week is one, I would definitely not play cash. But if you're just going to, for me, it's Cam Tringali. It's, it's Catalina, baby. It's Catalina. For you nut hutters, you guys know. What's up? Catalina is my cash lot. He's my Catalina. I think you're right. Lot. I think I was going to say cash guy Tringali. Um, yeah, dude. All right. Hey, listen, if you're enjoying this conversation, hit the thumbs up button there on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel if you've not already. And I got a comment. I got a survey for you. I talked about this in the betting show. We asked. A lot of questions here for the YouTube comments because we're actually doing some research. We read all the comments. We want to know it helps us out. You know, it helps the algorithm as well. 
your favorite DraftKings contest to play in each week. Which contest is it? Is it $33 dog leg single entry? Is it the $200 single entry? You know, is it, uh, is it the big 3,000, you know, 44-44 entry? Are you a high stakes roller? We want to know what your, what your favorite DraftKings contest is and what our listeners are playing in. We'd like to know. So put that in the YouTube comments here. If you're watching live, hold that comment until after the show is posted up and the live show is over. That would be, that would be very good. Pat, this is going to be a very integral week for the Nut Hut because I mentioned this on the betting show. We've already gotten some caddy intel from on-site at, uh, at Vedanta Vallarta, which is the course here for the Mexico Open. Um, we've already gotten some caddy intel on the, on the course today, and we've been promised a lot more come Tuesday and Wednesday. You know, so this is one of those weeks where it could pay for your year at the, on, you know, in the Nut Hut. $90 a year or $10 a month on Discord. It's a hopping server, very active. Somebody's in that thing 24-7 ready to chat it up. And there's channels for literally every sport you could possibly gamble on or play DFS on. Uh, and people are in there mixing it up and doing it. So I promise you that you will win your money back. You will earn, your, you will earn that $90 somehow if you pay for the year. You'll earn it. It'll take one week, and this could be one of those weeks because it's one or two little pieces of nuggets, little informations we get, you know, that, that – ended up paying for your year, okay? Um, and I think this is going to be the one because by Wednesday night, yeah. when we do the live chat on Wednesday night around 8.30, 9 p.m. Eastern, when we get in there for that live chat, we're going to have tons of intel, we, we, we hope and we believe, um, from some of our friends there on the ground watching, uh, watching the, the, you know, looking, looking over the conditions in the golf course and all that stuff. All right. Sam just randomly put up the, the 6K range for some reason. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, love- you know, Another thing that this this week that's interesting is uh, you know we got that paspalum grass that paspalum yeah, yeah, to green baby so we get to, we get to talk about the course that is coming. looking mint too we saw a picture yeah. earlier today it looks like uh, Augusta National on a on the beach well wouldn't you want to get your grass looking mint TV? sure yeah so then you need to use Sunday Lawn Care let me tell you something about our friends at Sunday. They're fantastic. You know, I just got the the newest shipment for my lawn and uh it's easy to do. You just attach the uh the uh the garden hose spray thing to the pouch that they give you mm. and uh spray it all over your grass and it works well. And here's the thing. You know, we need our grass to grow right now. Okay? You need yeah. to be paying attention to your grass. Yeah. All right? You don't need to let it go. This is the pre. This is prime time grass growing season. We damn, want long, right. flush, good looking grass. And Sunday can help you grow a beautiful lawn without all the guesswork or the nasty chemicals. Okay, they got a, a custom plan for your house. Okay, you can easily care for your lawn, and you got ingredients like seaweed, iron, molasses, and you can feel good about that. Natural chemicals. Yeah. Or actually, not chemicals. I mean, it's just natural stuff. Oh, yeah. On your grass, you don't have to the worry Lord's about the chemicals. You know what I mean? And they're not yeah. even chemicals. They're just you don't worry have to natural. have to worry about your kids, your dogs, your your uh, gerbils, things like that. All you have to do is visit Get Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gerbils. <laughs> Sorry, I forget. <laughs> Had a gerbil once. He was he loved to be on the ground. <laughs> what? Yeah, gerbil. What? <laughs> what was your gerbil's name? You had a gerbil as a kid or as a man? No, 
as a kid. <laughs> the Perry Bros had a pet gerbil. Yes. What was his name? Ah, oh, man. What was his name? I'm not gonna tell you his name. <laughs> <laughs> you you took him outside to go to the bathroom, like on a leash. He peed on the grass. Well, he liked grass. He liked like flat, like good green grass. You know. Okay, text me his name. Okay, after your ad read. Anyway, all you got to do is go visit GetSunday.com, put in your address, and their lawn analysis tool does the rest. They then use a soil and climate data to create a personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. I'm telling you, this thing is personal. They give it exactly what you need for your grass. It's amazing. Like I said, you just attach the ready-to-use pouch to a garden hose, and then you spray it. only takes 15 minutes. Very easy to do. I just did it last weekend. I sprayed my my spring chemicals on there, and it uh, it's well, I shouldn't say chemicals, sorry, because yeah. it's not chemicals, natural, natural, natural. Stuff. Okay, Sunday is offering our listeners twenty percent off. You get a full season plan, which starts at one hundred twenty nine dollars, and you can get twenty percent off at checkout when you go visit getsunday.com slash junkies. That's twenty percent off of your custom plan at getsunday.com slash junkies. I mean, after seven years together, I have learned two new things about you. That you hate haunted houses and you had a pet gerbil. The gerbil's name was Rudy. <laughs> why, why do you want to say that? Why is it funny? I don't understand. Please help me understand. Why do you want to say that earlier? I don't know. Rudy, like the, like the little Notre Dame man? No, like uh, the Cosby Show, Rudy. She was, you know, remember Rudy on the oh, Cosby yeah, yeah, Show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were a fan of hers. I like Rudy. She had spunk. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did a really good job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. What can somebody put in the chat what range we're on? <laughs> Little spunky Rudy over there. Oh dude, maybe maybe, maybe that's uh maybe that's your new uh maybe that's Team Pat's mascot at the maybe it's not even Golby anymore. Maybe that's your mascot at the at the Golby's Cup. You know, there's a little subtweet down down there for old Root Rudy. I'm not going to be able to finish the rest of this show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dear God. Right, let's go. <laughs> okay. 8K range. Uh, Sam, <laughs> let us know if we should just turn off the stream. Just put it in the chat and we'll just actually just don't even put it in the chat. Just turn it off. Just act like something happened. Act like we had a technical difficult if something happened. 8K range on <laughs> DraftKings. Somehow we're going to figure this out. Um, this one. Pretty simple for me, I think. I got two guys in here I like, and those are about the only two guys I like. Uh, I'm going to go with the God at 8,800. Sahith checking some boxes. The iron play, the long iron play has been solid. Putting's been okay. Um, scores, scores some DraftKings points. I definitely looked at DraftKings points scoring. Looked at opportunities gained on Fantasy National. He's 22nd in the field on, uh, in, in that stat. I uh, got a little rest for him. You know, he plays so much, 8,800. I do think he could be a popular play. We'll see what happens. And then Lonto Griffin at 8,300. 
Oh, man, Lonzo just can't, you know, I mean, we just need. Lonzo, the irons are solid, man. The irons, the ball striking solid. His chipping is terrible, but he does I don't care about chipping this week. I don't care about stroke scan around the green this week. I'm not playing. I don't, I'm not putting it in a model. I don't care. Um, but the, the ball striking has definitely been there for Lonzo. So I'm there for him at 8,300. The fade, the fade is Davis Riley, Pat. And I got a little nugget for you on Davis Riley. I don't mind that fade. Um, you know, Davis Riley played with Wills Altorf. And I, I talked about this theme. I, I said this was a team to avoid in one of our videos we did for the Zurich Classic. At 35, I think it was 35. They were 35 to 1 outright. I did it on a betting video, which it was a, a worthy fade. I don't know where they finished. It was a worthy fade. They weren't even close to winning this thing. Um, they finished tied for fourth, which sounds close, but they were six shots behind. But let me tell you why, why I said I said, I, I said he should fade it because Davis Riley was bringing the team down, and the only reason they were 35 to 1, which is way too short to have Davis Riley on your team, was because Will Zalatoris was a stud. Well, in round three of the Zurich, which was the uh, four-ball round, they shot eight under as a team. Eight under, Pat. That's pretty good. Yeah. Do you know how many birdies Davis Riley contributed to that eight under? Was it zero? It, it was zero. Davis Riley contributed zero birdies to that eight under mm. round three. That's not zero. very good. That is not good. Uh, the, the guy is not playing well. He, he almost won the Valspar. He had a good week. He's probably a really good player. He's probably going to figure it out, but he's a rookie, and he ain't there yet. Uh, and he's definitely not there for me at uh, 8,500. I think he's, you know, DraftKings is still pricing him like he, you know, like he's playing the Valspar every week, but he's not. So I'm out. Your turn. All right. Well, I'll give you a few people in here. Um, I was with you on Thigala, so he's one of them that I like this week. Um, there's something about me that wants to to really play Charles Howell. Um, I, know, I looked he, at that. I, I did almost hit that one. He also had a good week at the Valspar um, where he finished, what was it, fourth uh, at the Valspar. So I think, you know, he, he's a guy that is, uh, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. He, had, he was fourth at Valero, um, which was actually after the Valspar. Um, so I think Charles Howell, you know, is, is a guy that in a field like this, you know, veteran guy. Doesn't have a ton of wins on tour, but, you know, always been a good cut maker. And I think he could definitely be a cash play in here at 8,400. He'd probably be my top cash play here. Um, so I do like Charles Howell there at 8,400. Um, you know, I, I think even though he's not going to check a lot of boxes for you, but I, I, and maybe that's why he, his ownership could be low. But a guy like Taylor Moore at 8,200, just coming off of a, you know, pretty good finish with um you know matthew naismith at the uh at the at the zurich i think was pretty good uh other than that that's that's all i really got who's your fade in this ring if i'm gonna fade anybody it's it's actually actually doug gim at 89 i'm out i'm out i'm out on gim too i i think the cash play here for me is lanto um and I think the chalk is probably going to be Thigla and Carlos Ortiz. Everybody's going to like that Carlos Ortiz. I mean, Carlos Ortiz 
has played this course a bunch. He's familiar with it, but he ain't familiar with this version of it, which is, you know, added 250 yards and 51 bunkers and all this stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not buying Carlos Ortiz right now. All right, Pat, uh, 7K range, my man. 7K range. Um, I got some interesting names in here. There's, there's more. I mean, there's three in here that, that I'll give you in terms of GPP plays. I think Smotherman is the one that I think a lot of people are going to gravitate to. Uh, he's going to check a lot of boxes from a ball striking yeah. standpoint, and he's definitely doing that at 7,800. I think he's for sure worth a look. Uh, I like David Lipsky as well at 7,700. Lipsky played really well at the Zurich. And for example, round three, he had nine birdies. I'm sorry, for rounds one and three, the four ball rounds, he had nine birdies and one eagle on his own ball to help out his team, which is pretty solid compared to other names I looked at. They, they played good, him, him and Aaron Rye. Uh, I like Lipsky a good bit. I like, uh, I talked about this guy on the show, on the betting show a little bit. I, I think Danny Lee is always interesting at resort courses like this with wide open fairways and, and a birdie fest. Danny Lee ranks 11th in DraftKings scoring over the last 24 rounds. He makes plenty of birdies. He just makes big numbers. I, I don't think there's a lot of big numbers out here. I mean, yeah, there's some water holes, like maybe five or six or so, seven of them maybe. But I just don't think there's a lot of buggy holes out here. So I like Danny Lee at the value at 7,100. But here's a name for you, Pat. Here's a super cheap name. And I didn't mention this guy on the betting show. This is about to blow your mind. You ready? This guy. In, 20, in, in the 2021-2022 PGA Tour season, so starting in September through now, Pat, has the same number of top tens as world number three, an $11,300 price this week, John Rahm. Same number of top tens in the same season. Do you know who it is? They have three top tens. Same number as John Rom. And this is a guy in the 7K range. This is a guy at $7,000 on DraftKings. Um, I would probably have to say somebody like Robert Streb or something. It is Robert Streb at $7,000. Same number of times. That years. is disgusting it's so disgusting <laughs> it's so disgusting but i'm just saying it's 7k and it's it is robert streb who's annoyingly kind of you know he annoyingly kind of pops all of a sudden right like that's kind of his mo if you if you scroll and look at his at his his feed you know his uh feed on fantasy national or how he, you know his summary of tournaments that's kind of what he does he just sucks, 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 boom, top 10. Sucks, 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 top 10. You know, like that's what he does. And he's not a short hitter. He's a short man, but he's not a short hitter. And he's at 7K in a crappy field. I think he's, he's got some value. Pretty, pretty bananas, I know, but I, I think he's got some value. My cash play here is going to be Nick Taylor. I, I also like Nick Taylor and GPPs, but in terms of like a name, I really truly feel comfortable is going to make the cut. It is Nick Taylor. I actually feel better about Nick Taylor making the cut than I do Austin Smotherman. I feel better about Austin Smotherman, you know, finishing top 10 than I do Nick Taylor, but I do think Nick Taylor is going to make the cut. I think that's the cash play. And my fate is Patrick Rogers because I can't stand trying to figure we out. We talked Patrick about Rogers. him on the betting we show. Did. I'm out. I'm not doing it. 
Yeah. It's a total Pat fade for me. Patrick Rogers and the Pat uh, justification for the fade. Just, I don't like it. I don't mind, actually, that fade. I I think Smotherman up here is, good gosh. I mean, he's, like, across the board. I mean, he's top 30 in everything that I'm looking at as far as stats are concerned, which I did say on the betting show. I do feel like you kind of have to cut that back a little bit. Don't be married to your stats. It's a new course. We don't know. But um, I do like Smotherman here. I like Wyndham Clark. I know this is, you know, folks who've listened to us for a while know that I I have kind of a Wyndham Clark love-hate relationship. But I am going to love some Wyndham Clark this week. He is number two in the field in driving distance behind Cameron Champ. He's made his last three cuts. So I think it's 7,600. Wyndham Clark is a very good play here. you know, I'll tell you the you know, this range is one of those where I feel like you can go with your gut a little bit. Um, I like Peter Uline. He's at seven thousand. He's been playing well between both doors this year, playing a lot on the corn ferry, and which you're gonna see a lot this week. There's a lot of corn ferry guys and you know, your regular tour guys here that are getting starts. But I like Peter Uline plenty long off the tee, um, and has been playing pretty well this year. Uh, you know, another guy that I think is um I think nobody thinks of him because he he doesn't have the distance. But JT Poston is 7,500. He's coming off of a good finish at the RBC Heritage where he had like a, what, a 63 in the final round and ends up finishing in the top five. I I feel like JT Poston could play well this week. I, I don't want to just like pigeonhole myself into only taking bombers and only taking guys that are long off the tee. He does and hit if it I'm, further than, than you may think. Yeah. Yeah. And if guys are, if, if there's going to be somebody that I do play that isn't just, you know, bomber JT Poston's a guy that I think could play really well this week. So I like him also at 7,500. Um, I think though, as far as if I'm looking at a cash play, did you give a cash play in this range? Yeah, Nick Taylor. I guess, but this hard and this hard, range. I know. Yeah. But Nick Taylor. I mean, I almost think maker. Smotherman, if I'm just gonna if I just want to go off of you know, guys that really fit a lot of the different categories here, but yeah. still that's risky as hell. Yeah, it is risky. That's a risky biscuit, yeah. DB. Yeah. That's one of them risky gerbils. You know, one of them gerbils that'll kind of That's a know. gerbil that doesn't like grass. That's hit. a gerbil that wants to go onto a dirt road and you're like it's kind of Get a up. kind of a careless gerbil, you know. He's a careless gerbil. Um, you know what's not? Well, no, I can't say that. Anyway, uh, we're really doing a good. One thing in the nut hut that I promise you, you can make your money back on is what we're doing in Prize Picks right now, which is damage. Okay, we got a Prize Picks thread going on. We got the Prize Picks, you know, fantasy golf sommelier video that's cooking. Um, and obviously Prize Picks has been a good partner of the Tour Junkies podcast. So if you are in a legal state and there are like twenty eight of you that are 28 states that are legal it would behoove you to go ahead and sign up for prize picks if you've not already and it would help us out and it would also help you out to use promo code tj when you do and you can get a 100 dollars deposit bonus up to 100 dollars when you when you deposit 100 bucks it's le- it's the best legal way to play player props in a bunch of states okay it's daily fantasy made easy you just pick two to five players and an over under on their projections you can sometimes win up to 11 or even 12x on your entries. It's just you versus the numbers. You don't have to worry about ownership. You don't have to worry about all that good stuff. 
and they allow mixed sport entry. So if you want to do a little NBA playoff action and, you know, this week's golf tournament, you can knock that out. They offer every sport you can think of, golf, NFL, uh, college football, NBA, Major League Baseball, soccer, MMA, all that kind of stuff. Um, it's, they got a great mobile app. The website's awesome, way better than the competitors. I will tell you that. So if you're playing with a competitor, some sort of daily prop situation, I promise you the app you're using is frustrating the piss out of you. And the one at prize picks will not do that. So check them out. They're safe. They offer fast withdrawals and that's promo code TJ. Uh, when you sign up to get you that hundred dollar deposit bonus, there's Pat eating another yawn right there. There he is. He thought I, he thought I wouldn't see it, but he did. He, you know, I saw it. It's, um, yeah, yawns are yawns have a bad rap. I'll, that's all I'm going to say. Like a yawn could be a good thing. And somebody said, you know what? I'm going to make a yawn a bad thing. Okay. All right. Uh, don't forget if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, and drop in the comment that your favorite DraftKings contest to play in every week. We'd like to know that. And you know, some of you people think we don't look at these comments. We look at them, but also do, not only do we look at them, we uh, we all, we usually will pick one and send you a little message and be like, "Yo, we want to send you something free for watching and commenting." So you never know when that's going to happen. So just keep doing it. All right, six K range, Pat. I hate this range, and this is what I was saying when we were talking about John Rom up top. Yeah, I mean, as, as, as cheap as I think Rom's price is, I'm not crazy about having to come close to dipping down here in the 6K range. And, and obviously, that, that kind of squeezes you into possibly having to do that when you play John Rom. Um, but I just don't like names here. I mean, I'm going to give three, but I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. I like, well, okay, I'm saying I like, relative to the 6K range, Peter Malnati a little bit. Uh, and then Paul Barjon is interesting to me a little bit. And he's, I'm going to give you some real cheap, cheap guys here. We're going deep. I mean, Barjon is 6,500. He actually lost in a playoff at an event in 2021 on the Corn Ferry Tour in Mexico. It wasn't coastal, but it was in Mexico. Uh, that was in 2021. So Paul Barjon is something. And then it's 6,300. Real close to the men. I'll, you know, Sung you'll know, who, you know, used to be a guy on the PJ Tour that had a little bit of promise. He went off and filled his military duty, came back, and he really hasn't been the same. Um, the putting, the short game is really what saves him, which is pretty scary around here. But he has made four cuts in a row, including the Puerto Rico and the Corrales. A couple of events you could say have similarities to this one. He's made four cuts in a row. You know, watch out. Don't let Sung Yil No get dangerous on you. You know, he's making four cuts in a row. That's, you know, he's, he's choosing violence when he wakes up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> and that, 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 could, that could hurt you. You know, that could hurt you. So he also finished 30, uh, 30th at the Bermuda in October. Another event somewhat similar. 42nd at Pebble Beach Coastal Track. I mean, he's, he's going to be terrible tee to green. But putting is solid. Um, He's not short off the tee, so maybe he's losing some of these strokes. Let's take a look. Yeah, I mean, he's losing most of his strokes off the tee, really, to accuracy. But he's, he's got a little pop in the bat, so maybe it really comes down to the iron play. Yeah, I mean, his average ball speed is 174.5. That's not bad at all. So, I mean, Sung, you'll know it's 6,300, possibly in a large GPP, but I really hate this range. I didn't even know we would get to Sung. I know. Some you'll know. I know. I didn't know we get to um, haunted houses and gerbils, but here we are. 
I mean, I think <laughs> I think a guy like Vincent Whaley, who we, we interviewed earlier this year, could have a decent week. What? Hasn't played. What? Okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Earlier this week? We interviewed him earlier this week? Is that what you said? I mean, this year yeah, is yeah, what I meant year. to say. Um, he is top five in the field in par five scoring, by the way. Um, no, I like Whaley, all right. Yeah, a couple more. By the way, you talk about a guy that's made a lot of cuts lately. That hasn't been great, but Bill Haas has made a lot of cuts. Oh, I can't do it. I will never play Bill Haas. He's made his last, like, four or five cuts, if you include the Zurich with his dad, Jay Haas, who's 65 years old. He made the cut. That's got to give you a lot of hope, huh? Did you enjoy watching that? I mean, that Bill or Jay Haas could literally run circles around you on the golf course to make you look like he probably hits it as far as you do. Duh. Like, what are you talking about, Pat? He's a, he's a former professional golfer. He's I'm just won saying, on the PJ Tour you, you multiple hate, times. You hate old people. So I you, don't hate you, old people. Um, another guy that I think is uh, a little bit interesting in here is... Um, who? <laughs> oh, Trey Mullinax. I think Trey Mullinax at 6,800. He's a guy we've seen play pretty well in the Corn Ferry Tour this year. Hits it a long way. He is fourth in the field in driving distance, 12th in strokes gained off the tee. He's 32nd in par five scoring. I think Trey Mullinex could be another good play down here at 6,800. That's pretty, that's pretty, that's, that's it. So, yeah, the six K range is ugly, man. It's, it's, it really is. Um, I guess we have to build a lineup though, Pat. We have to do a two Let's minute, do it. Two Let's minute build a lineup. lineup. And we don't have our, we're not on our normal streaming software here because we had so many technical difficulties. So we're going to do this the old fashioned way. Um, if you'll keep the timer, I will, uh, I'll build our lineup for us. You want to do that? Okay. How's that sound? Here we go. Uh, let's see. Um, two minutes, two minutes. Okay. We are the two minute men. Here we go. And you tell me when go. All right. I don't want to play John Rom. All right. Well, let's start down then with like, uh, either Gary Woodland or, um, Munoz. Okay, I'll go Munoz. Okay. What about uh, Tringali? I could go there, too. I could go, yeah. Okay. What about... Um... Let's drop down to see what we can we can get if we go down to somebody in the 7K range. Like a Danny Lee. Ooh. You're tempting me with Danny Lee right out the gate like that? Yeah. Um, okay. I could do that. This this is getting uh this is getting wild here. What about um what about Lipsky? Yeah, I could go Lipsky. We'll do that. I mean, so far we definitely have some good ownership leverage, I'd say. So if we want, where are we? Where what do we have? We only have left? we have like seventy eight fifty left. So I mean, if we wanted to use most of our salary, I think because of the ownership leverage we have, we'd probably be okay. Um, so I would go Lonto. I would go Smotherman. I, I kind of wanted you to go up to Thigala and then see where we get from there. Okay, let's try that. Thigala, where you at though? At least it was sixty nine hundred. I don't love that. How much time like do that. we have? Twenty seconds. Shh. No, take out Thigala. What about Smotherman? Think, all right, let's go Smotherman. 
All right, and then uh, that that leaves us with seventy nine hundred. Uh, Wyndham Clark. Yes, let's go Wyndham. Yes, God, gotta go Wyndham. This is a hideous lineup. Jeez, good God Almighty! All right, that's it. Um, Sebastian Munoz ninety eight hundred. Cam Tringali ninety seven hundred. Austin Smotherman seventy eight hundred. David Lipsky seventy seven hundred. Wyndham Clark seventy six hundred and Danny Lee seventy one hundred. So I guess you would say that would be a balanced lineup there. Faded all. That's gotta there. feel like a Mexico Open lineup it, if I've ever. I heard mean, one. it's yeah, it's uh, definitely does, definitely does. There you have it, folks. Uh, listen, like I said, tons of new blog content coming out this week on the tourjunkies.com website. Check that out. We'll have some more YouTube content coming out tomorrow. Um, emails hitting your inbox this week. Make sure you're subscribed to the Chalk Bomb email. You also get the heavy petting email tomorrow. Every Tuesday it comes out. Uh, that's on the website, tourjunkies.com slash chalkbomb or the bottom right-hand corner of every page on the website. Pat, anything else, buddy? No, I think that's all I got. Good shows tonight. All right. Good stuff, man. Haunted Houses and Gerbils. That'd be the title of this episode if we just named it random stuff. There we go. Have a great week. May your screens be green. See ya!